beautiful people welcome to yet again another episode of this thing called life my name is neville scott and i am your current host i am quite excited about today's episode of this thing called life we'll be talking about a topic that's dear to my heart we'll be talking about how everyone has a story everyone that you come across any behavior that you see in anyone the behaviors that you like and the ones that rub off on you the wrong way they have an explanation because everyone has a story so listen to this episode and i hope you get something from it i hope you gain something from it beautiful people so sit back relax and enjoy So this one time I woke up to a car that did not start. I think that was August of uh, 2022. My battery was drained and I just moved to Pittsburgh from Texas. And I didn't really know many people in the area. I think I'd been around for maybe two, three weeks. I was yet to transfer my insurance and policy documents. And because of that, I could not really access any roadside assistance services. Before that, I lived in the South in texas and people in the south usually say that uh, people up north are not nice and so i was very worried about that because when i lived in texas where whenever i told people that had me moving to the north they're constantly like man they kind of suck up there right they have the steelers which is kind of like a cool team but the people are not very ni- nice was very worried about that um especially with the movement stuff and especially since i hadn't really lived anywhere else in the united states apart from texas uh, my <laughs> my assumption was that people up north are not nice because it's really really cold and it really really was cold in september okay in, in that period august september which essentially is supposed to be around you know the summertime and stuff but it was colder it was chillier than it was um in texas at least whatever i remembered texas being like when i left but anyway yeah so my um my my car could not try uh, my car could not start i was new living in a new place didn't really know many people um i had roommates though and so I tried to get my roommates to assist, but they did not have the jumper cables, you know, the cables that you stick onto the terminals of the battery to try and get it to start, right? So I look across the street and I see this gentleman. He's walking around slowly, right? Like really, really slowly. He's dressed in a heavy jacket, right? As I mentioned, it was a bit chilly that time, but the jacket was way too heavy for that right it's a well-built guy um slightly shorter than i but he's, he was quite tall right because i'm uh, six <laughs> i'm actually five eleven point five but who cares right and his walk is very slow and the guy seemed sad at least that was what i read off the countenance on his face and his face was drooped right and he walked as if he did not carry any care in this world walked as if he cared about absolutely nothing and as out of options i tried to knock on the neighbors and then and, and, and try to ask people around and tried to flag down cars that were driving past and really people <laughs> people up north were really not nice because they feel like someone in texas would have stopped right anyway so i see this guy and i'm like hey i'm out of options why not try to approach the guy 
like he, he he was scary to look at but then again as i mentioned the amount of options so i decide to approach this guy i walk behind him for a while trying to master the courage to tap him on his shoulders and he did notice me you know like when you're walking behind someone and then they notice that someone is walking behind them and they keep walking that is very scary he did that thing where he notices he started he stops for a moment you know kind of looks back but not completely but then just continues walking like he didn't really turn around completely and i'm like ah uh, yeah no <laughs> and i'm not gonna tap this guy on the shoulder he may do something and i really wasn't um wanting that to happen right and he's an older gentleman and yeah he had a bit of a toughened face right so i'm like yeah not gonna tap you on your shoulders but i'm gonna call out i'm gonna call out uh to him right and so i'm like hey hey excuse me excuse me right and so when i started calling out to him again i'm close enough close enough for him to know that i'm trailing him but then not close enough to be within arms reach from this guy right <laughs> so i start calling out for i uh, calling out to him and then he just shakes his head slowly initially and then with so much vigor right so vigorously right he did not need to say anymore man i got a hint man again man like got a hint and i'm like yeah folks up north man this these people are weird so i walked away but the way I walked away was interesting. I walked away almost spiteful of this gentleman. I felt like he owed me something, at least some courtesy, right? Maybe he ought to have said, man, like, no, but he, he, I wished he'd listened to what I was saying, right? Maybe someone, may, may, maybe something would have been going on in the house and maybe he was the only guy I could have talked to. But then he just shook his head, man. as like, man, this is weird. This guy's weird. Who does that? What kind of human does that? Anyway, though I considered it, I did not move out of my place immediately. I considered moving back to Texas, of course, because people are nicer in Texas, but I did not. I was here for school. And the more I stayed here, I realized that this guy lived across the street from my place. We were essentially neighbors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw him often, right? So he'd take his strolls around the neighborhood often, like, Probably, I think that there have been days when I was home all day and I'm always able to see him, you know, through my windows. So he walks around at about, maybe about four times every day, right? Um, and yeah, I've, 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 I know where he stays. I've, I've seen the wife as well. She also seems sad, to say the least, right? And oh, the, the, the house is very strange. All the windows are blocked off with wooden panes. And so I reckon not much natural natural light can penetrate all that. It's it's quite weird, right? And the lawns, the, the, the lawns are always camped, but I've never really seen him doing that. So it's really difficult to make sense of whatever goes on in there. And so whenever I saw this fellow following my initial encounter with him, I felt weird and i saw him often he walks around often in his usual slow and disturbed sense with a do not disturb me countenance imprinted on his face man it's uh it's 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 it. and i'm going somewhere with this story so just follow right follow 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 with me for a track with me for a moment right across this across the road right so i live on this opposite side of the street and then he lives on the other side of the street but then our street fits into some road 
right? And across that road, we have a giant eagle uh, convenience store, right? And you know how they usually have some carts, you know, I call them trolleys, but I think an American would say carts, right? Uh, at that giant eagle. So they have a few of those. And this guy, I've seen him a couple of times uh, going to the convenience store getting his stuff whatever he wants to get from the convenience store and then getting one of those trolleys um and and, and, and walking uh, bringing trolleys to his place and you know like you're not supposed to do that you know it's basic etiquette that whenever you go to shopping whatever return the trolley return the cart wherever you found it or to the deposit uh, depository center um so the people who work at that convenience store can get them ready for other customers this guy did not do that and that's when i made up my mind again and again i saw him doing that a couple of times and so i made up my mind about this guy i was like yeah this guy's strange this guy's weird anyway so this one time I'm, I'm chatting with with a neighbor who happens to be a friend um, she's also a student uh, she's in med school and so we see this guy walking around and we we stop conversing for a moment right because he was passing by um our doors right and i'm like man that guy is strange that guy's very weird and then came the greatest shock of my well <laughs> not really not really the greatest shock of my life but that comment really allowed me to have an epiphany which was tuned uh, which which was uh, cued by by which which was cued in by the person that is talking to right the neighbor in question she looks at me she looks at me almost passionately not not in that sense of that word almost just mentally and it's it's funny that I say that because people who usually read traces of judgment on other people are oftentimes the most judgmental folks because in this scenario, I was the one who was being judgmental. I was being judgmental towards this guy who indeed had a story, right? I was being judgmental towards this guy who I did not know by name, right? I cancelled this guy from just simply one interaction. And so whatever I saw about this guy... I'd find a way to interpret it negatively, right? The fact that he walks around every day, the fact that his wife, for some whatever reason, I thought the wife looks sad, uh, the fact that for whatever reason, he blocked off his window such that light, you know, natural light cannot really get into the house. And then and, and this neighbor, she looks at me and she said, she, she, she's lived in Pittsburgh for a while. She's lived in the area for a while. And and she says the guy lost the family, like he, his kids were murdered right in front of him. And I was shocked. I I I was I felt so bad about myself. You know, I felt so bad about myself. Man, this guy was just trying his very best to get through to get to the next day maybe within he had so much pain that i know nothing about because i've never really had to live through such an experience of having your children killed right in front of you and the wife i believe was also killed right in front of him and to make the matters worse or better however you you know whatever works best for you the guy is an ex-serviceman he's an ex-veteran he was deployed at some point to various war zones right and had been to 
various war zones i didn't really ask the why and the when and the where thing because i didn't feel like it was necessary but what that meant was that, that this guy had lost his friends on the battleground because that's what that's what happens when you are deployed right you come face to face with death you come face to face with the pain you come face to face with difficult things the average human being does not really have to deal with and that's what this guy had faced and now this ushered in a whole different paradigm shift as i mentioned i had some sort of an epiphany and i really felt bad about myself and Ashley, the, the, the neighbor that I was speaking to, she, she looked at my face. She was kinding my face deeply and she just shook her head. She, she nodded her head. She didn't shaking is when you're like, mm -mm, and nodding her head is, you know, like up and down thing. Um, which means she understood what I was also understanding. That man, I was just realizing that this guy had a story. This guy had a story that I knew nothing about. And so maybe when... He decides that he wants to live, uh, lead a life um, without being disturbed by anyone. Man, it's okay, right? It's okay. After all, he's just trying to get to the very next day, right? When he decided at that one moment, when I decided, uh, when I realized that maybe he didn't like this guy, well, that was okay for him to shake his head, for him not to want to be disturbed because the world has done him wrong. Rather, he's dealt with some some of the worst that the world has to offer and that's okay um and so the paradigm shift that i speak of the one that actually helped asha into me is that when we come across people strangers specifically we must understand that everyone has a story what's that one quote by i think it's by robin williams uh, Robin Williams said, and, and we know the story about Robin Williams, he's very funny, he was very funny, he made us all crack up, such an intelligent, such a hilarious guy, such a charming gentleman, but he succumbed to the forces within, he took his own life, but he said, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about, be kind always. And, and, and when we are kind, and I've said this in previous episodes, we don't just need to be kind in deeds or words. Because humans, man, we are so complex creatures that we can literally fake anything. Right? <laughs> so I think we should be kind in deed and also in thoughts. Right? The way I think about you, even if I don't say those things to you, man, I need to think about you in a way that's kind, knowing that you too have a story and so i urge us that when we come across someone doing their literal best to get to tomorrow someone whose yesterday is beyond what we can understand and that's everybody man that we will not seek to understand because we don't have to understand right we don't have to understand most of the times we cannot understand unless we have been predisposed to the same exact circumstances from birth till death then we will never understand. We will never have the capacity to understand what exactly what what someone else is going through. It's it's impossible, right? Their responses, um, the, the the way it hurts them, it's it's beyond our understanding. It's beyond the scope of our understanding. Um, instead, we I hope that we will try to figure out how to help embellish the human experience of these people, because people hurt people 
but also people heal people, right? Some of my worst pains in life have stemmed from my association with certain people who did me so dirty. Some of my best experiences in life were made possible by people who did so well by me. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for such people. Um, and sometimes that, for example, in the case of this gentleman, to embellish his human experience is to leave him the F alone, right? Let him do his work. Just don't bother him. He doesn't want to be bothered, man. He's had such a difficult life. And that is okay for him not to want to be bothered. And I should be fine with that. And I should know that that's absolutely okay for someone else not to want to be bothered by me. It is absolutely okay. Some other things that we can do, especially uh, when we come across those people, is to allow people to go through the motions of life, man. I've had moments when I went through some 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 phases myself, and I became very rude, uh, very scarce of grace. Uh, I wasn't able to honor my yeses and my no's were never really no. Um, friends would invite me to things and I wasn't able to show up, not because I didn't want to, just because I went through something that incapacitated me so much that I wasn't able to show up. I just wasn't able to show up. And I am grateful for people who allowed me to go through that in a healthy way, um, in a consistent, loving, and just wonderful way. They were present as I went through all that. You know, they were present. Uh, they listened. Uh, they reached out. Um, they reached in. Um, they, they, they did not give up on me. I'm grateful for that. And these people were a safe heaven for me, which brings me to my other point. When we come across people, when we are involved with people going through life in a difficult way, we should strive to be safe heavens for these people right and that means well i'm not gonna push boundaries i'm not gonna um i'm not gonna go beyond what's comfortable for you i'm going to try my very best to be safe for you and if someone going through those moments lets you in listen intently not to respond but to understand, again, that happens if they let you in, then listen actively to them, to what they have to say. As I mentioned, everyone has a story. You also do have a story. And if you have a story, then it makes a lot of difference when someone just listens to you, when, when someone just listens to all you have to say. You, know, you can rant and, and, and they will listen and, 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 and it's fine and you know that someone is listening, right? If not let in, do not insist, that is okay. Understand that without feeling salty. It doesn't say that they think less of your friendship. It doesn't say that they're putting you at arm's length, you know, if, if you're all friends or not. It just says that maybe they're not ready to let you in. And again, going back to the comment on safety, that should be fine, right? You should let them kind of decide when to let you in. And if they... If, if it never really gets to that point, that sucks, but that's fine. Man, that's fine. People, life is difficult, right? Life is very difficult. And sometimes people need to do certain things to survive. That's okay, right? And the next point is no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. It's something that I really hate uh, whenever I not really open up. I'm very transparent. Um, so when I have bad days, 
I will make that known to people who are close to me, right? Not to overshare, but just to kind of make make sure they understand where I'm at. And uh, usually people do this thing where they try to respond to that. They're like, man, okay, you know, um, you don't have to be sad or you don't have to have a bad day. You know, you're so awesome and you're so this. And I'm like, man, I really don't need that. I do not need you to tell me that, you know. I just, I don't care how much you know, right? And sometimes people respond with Bible verses or, you know, here's a psychological trick. No, really, no, right? It's not whatever. And then and, and what happens is I stop feeling safe enough to open up to these people because then they're just trying to help, you know, they're just trying to fix. They don't want to be fixed. I can do that. You know, I, I I can usually. And again, like usually things that they say at me are the things that I know, right? And also that brings me to my next point. There's a balance. You know, there are times when it's wise to tell your story, right? There are times when it's wise to be like, man, I feel you. I too went through a similar thing. And I think by sharing my story with you, you know, we can, my, 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 my story may encourage you to keep on keeping on, right? But then figuring out when to do that and when to be like, man, I see you, I hear you. What can I do to help, right? <laughs> very important, right? Uh, the next thing, which I think is also very important, confront lies. When people let you in and, and when they share their stories, um, it's usually, especially if some heart is involved, they will, um, they will, um, they, they, they may doctor, or they, they, they may have a terrible understanding of whatever happened and, um, and then the way they tell that story, um, there's some lies that may pop up, right? Um, some, some lies may come to the surface, right? Uh, such could be, man, I'm just so, I'm just so, um, cast, right? I'm so cast, you know, this feel things that are happening to me, are happening to me. It's just because I'm a terrible human being. Those moments be like, no, you're not a terrible human being, right? Or the, when they say things such as, I'm just so foolish or I'm just so stupid, those lies need to be confronted when, when, when having conversations with people because then there's some benefit in being like, yeah, I'm listening to you. But then there's also some benefit in being like, yeah, I'm listening to you, but I'm not going to allow you to go there because that's not true, right? Uh, which brings us to our next point, do not enable. Um, sometimes it's okay for people to languish in whatever coping mechanisms that uh, they find themselves resorting to to make it possible for them to get to the next day but if those habits have something to do with alcoholism or drugs or porn or such you know things that are going to destroy, destroy them eventually call that out as well don't enable right so again it takes some tact it takes a lot of tact to be like um I see you, I'm listening to you, but I'm also not going to enable that behavior. It's not a helpful behavior. And again, offer to serve people and most are going to be uncomfortable with this, you know, spend time with them, have meals with them, you know, grab coffee with them, go out of your way to serve them. And when you serve them, serve them authentically and beautifully, right? And also you too have a story, man. We all do have our stories. 
look within and invite your invite fox into your process invite invite fox into your story as well tell your story and tell it in a way that doesn't just highlight ah oh, look at me i'm so cool i'm so cool i'm all that you know tell it in a way that highlights both your cool portions and the portions of you that are not cool and the next one is do not judge uh, my favorite professor, one of my favorite professors, uh, had this thing where he says, if you do not know the errors, you do not know nothing, right? We all have everything, anything, any, every single thing, right? Pro every single thing has some errors associated to it. And if you haven't had that figured out yet, you don't know nothing. Um, when people have come to me um, to talk to me about potential dating and trying to pursue marriage with specific people i usually ask if they don't if if, if they know um exactly what they're getting themselves into and usually uh the inspiration behind that question is okay so what uh what are the other person's flaws uh flaws flaws f-a-l-a-w-s i said that i butchered that word uh, what are their flaws uh, do you know do, do, do you know their flaws and if they don't i'll be like well Maybe you need to figure that out because somewhere they exist. <laughs> um, they exist. Um, there are some flaws um, and we need to figure that out. And the last one is be kind, love all and share your shine. That is my life motto, right? Be kind, love all and share your shine. Until next time, beautiful people. Adios, muchachos. This has been a lovely episode. When you go about your lives, when you meet people, understand that everyone, everyone has a story, but you too, you also do have a have you also do have a story. And so I hope that we're going to approach people from a place of understand understanding that, from a place of that understanding. Well, until next time, I just wish I just sit back. <laughs> sit back, relax, what the hell? Um, yeah, so take care and do share this episode if you think it's beneficial and any other episode that you found to be beneficial help me uh continue to making uh help me continue to make these things for you bye